0: Hi guys, this is episode 20 of The Beauty of Ugly. My name is Sim Tong and let's talk about some stuff. Wow, episode 20 already. Uh, It's quite an achievement. Actually, I have another achievement which actually sounds a lot uh, bigger, which is I have 101 stream episodes now uh, of my live stream, which is uh, quite amazing because uh, I started my stream after the podcast but at the same time, uh I've been streaming almost every day. So uh and the podcast is only weekly, so that's that's why. That's why there's 101 episodes of the live stream and only 20 episodes of the podcast. Uh yeah, I didn't stream yesterday uh because uh I was tired. That was it, you know. <laughs> Jimmy Earl, my friend Jimmy Earl was making fun of me saying like, you think Seinfeld can just come in and tell his producers that he's tired and he wants to have a little lie down? No. (laughs) And he's right. He's right. It's a really bad attitude to have, you know, to just take a break whenever you want to. Um, But at the same time, I do realize that I I was tired and I was going to do a pretty bad job. And uh, actually also because I didn't have a guest yesterday uh, because I was waiting Uh, for a guest to reply and uh, well towards the end he did reply and I couldn't you could say I couldn't find a replacement or you could say I couldn't be bothered to find a replacement because I was tired Uh, you can't help it you know I realized this this weekend was just tiring I've been out a lot uh, because that's what the wife wanted to do you know Uh, in-laws are in town so uh, it was only right that we go and meet them you know and hang out with them um yeah so we were out the whole of yesterday which is something we're so not used to especially me and my son we are just so spoiled by uh, the quarantine um I have this feeling that um Hi, Carl uh, and Richard. Hey, Sam. How's it going? You look like you were rushing around a bit just before starting the stream. Yes, I was. You see, did you see the? I think nobody saw when I just rushed back into the room. Uh, I was just cleaning a whole bunch of things, and then I I looked at my phone, and it said uh, like like twenty four seconds before the live stream is uh, goes live the one that I scheduled and I was like okay uh time to just grab everything and rush in here and then I realized like I thought I had turned the computer on the computer was still off the camera was still off so I was like okay turn on the computer wait for it to boot go onto Stream Yard click the little red button that I had prepared and uh just to go live and you know I was like my uh my earphones were not uh, on my uh, my mic was uh, working, uh, uh, fortunately. So I was talking to the mic without actually listening to myself for the first uh, minute or two because I was just in such a rush. Yeah, but uh, coming down now, coming down. Yeah, and things are going to be good. Um, yeah, do you guys feel that, I don't know, could be just me, right? But I do feel uh, that things were a little bit more exciting at the beginning of uh, MCO or, or the quarantine for those of you listening from outside of Malaysia. Uh, yeah, I I don't feel like at that time we, we were like, of course it was like scary and sad and uh, we were all like unsure of the future. And in a way we, we we are still unsure of of the future and in a way we are kind of like Still worried, right? But it feels like the excitement is not the same now. It's just like, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's uh, my privilege as you know. Maybe my, maybe it's the introvert inside of me, like feeling like, oh, we get to stay home now. You know, we don't have to make any excuses, and uh, and uh, now it's like things are starting to kind of go back to normal and we are start it's not so much that even it's more like we kind of get an idea of what things are like now Uh, and because we've been through like four months of the MCO and I feel like um, yeah we, we know what this uh, whole social distancing thing is about we know how how this uh, wearing the mask thing and uh, staying home when we need to thing uh works now and yeah I don't know why but it doesn't feel the same at the beginning I was like really energized and I was like yeah okay let's let's find something to do you know and even before I started doing uh live streaming I was like okay uh, what can we do you know we can we uh do some yoga you know maybe sign up for something uh, <laughs> uh yeah i was talking about privilege right now and i just said yoga which is like probably the most privileged thing <laughs> uh, yeah uh, not not that we we do a lot of yoga i think we we did like three classes in four months and uh and uh we were really bad at it because we never did it before and uh we thought like okay now's our chance you know we're stuck at home and yeah online yoga i don't know we we would do the beginning of the class and then uh, halfway through we realized like oh we can just you know walk behind the computer and the yoga instructor can't do anything to us (laughs) and then we would be uh yeah um the computer would just be facing an empty room and we'd just be eating you know instead of doing yoga uh, everybody's here now. Pat Fern, hey Pat Fern. Uh, whoa, you're reading my mind team. You know? I was just thinking that exact same thing over the past couple of days. It felt so ironic, though. Drawing excitement from a pandemic of this scale, maybe we've been influenced by movies too much. Yeah, maybe maybe it is something to do with movies, right? It's like, um, it felt like we were we were trying to figure something out uh, together as the human race. There was a bit of that excitement, right? Yeah, and uh, now I don't, you know, I've been doing this live stream for a while and I I feel I've gotten better at it, you know. I've invested equipment uh, and uh, some things are kind of figured out now. Uh, why am I calling this a live stream? This is a podcast, right? But uh, it is being recorded as a live stream uh, as well as a podcast because I'm going to take the audio and put it up as the podcast, right? Um, but yeah, this whole Live streaming, podcasting thing has gotten easier in some ways because I've figured out some ways to do some things. How to schedule the thing ahead, little technical things, and um, and it should kind of like um, I mean, in some ways, it should be more. I'm working more efficiently, right? I should be working more efficiently. Things are figured out. I know how to do it. Uh, I don't have to spend a bunch of time and energy learning. Uh, which I've already done uh i I should still learn uh, other things, but the up to where I am uh if I'm just keeping it at this level uh I can basically do it with with one eye shut right and in that sense, it should be less it should be making me less tired, but at the same time, I am feeling. A bit more tired sometimes, or, or maybe I'm mixing up, you know, tiredness with lack of motivation. Uh, yeah, just the whole feeling excited and having lots of energy at the beginning of MCO. I don't feel the same way now. And yeah, Rashad, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad this resonates with you. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. Am I the only one? Uh, other people feeling this as well? Uh, and th- thanks for saying that, Richard. Uh, so lately, uh, yeah, I think for the past two weeks or so, I've been kind of like paying attention to my moods and to uh, my, let's say, mental state. Uh, kind of like keeping a close eye on my happiness and seeing, uh, keeping an eye on my energy levels and my motivation. And I do realize like it's all related, right? Uh, on days when I've not had a lot of sleep and I'm just tired and irritable, it's uh, it's not a it's not a good day in terms of uh, um, feeling positive, um, but. On days when I am rested and uh, things are kind of in order, more or less, uh, or even if they're not, I feel like, oh, yeah, I can can put things in order. You know, I can get things done. Today was pretty positive. Um, Why is my computer running on battery? Is this? The computer's been acting up. It's a bit worrying because sometimes I turn it on and it's just drawing power from the battery and not getting any power from the power cord uh And one of these days i'm gonna not realize that, and I'll be in the middle of a stream or a podcast and it's gonna it's gonna turn off on me, yeah, yeah, so what are i saying yes uh yeah I've been keeping a a closer eye on my yeah uh, moods and my uh uh mental state this past two weeks. And I think that might be why I also was interested to watch some, I don't know, I I, I was watching, I hadn't watched Netflix in a while and I have this uh, account I pay for every month and uh, I hardly have been using it since I started streaming. And so the other day I watched one and I was like browsing and then I found one that I really, I found a movie that I really liked. uh, It's a movie from like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. It's called it's kind of a funny story. It's about this kid who was uh worried that he might be suicidal and he checked himself into a mental uh, institution. But uh he the uh juvenile or kid's ward was closed and so he had to hang out with a bunch of other uh grown-ups who also had all kinds of uh mental um Disorders? Is that the right word? Um, Yeah, and it was a really nice, heartwarming uh, movie about a serious issue, and it's kind of personal, and it's not over the top. There's nothing really in the movie that uh, was uh, hard to believe and it was also a coming-of-age story because he was part of his uh mental uh instability disorder um part of his i guess his depression came from um the pressure from his parents from his dad from having a super smart sister and also a super smart best friend, uh, a super achieving best friend. Uh, Yeah, so it was kind of a coming of age story in that he had to kind of uh, learn uh, to in a way stand up for himself that he he could and accept himself, yeah. Uh, And And learn how to deal with these kind of things. You know, I really like that movie. And and so after that, uh, Netflix started recommending other movies and including this series called uh, It's Okay Not To Be Okay. And I clicked on it and it was like, well, I didn't watch it, but it was like a Korean drama. And, uh, you know, I've never watched a Korean drama. And... I was really tempted, you know, because it was kind of like right up my alley. And I'm not sure I might I might still go and watch it, but just just the fact that it's a Korean drama, I'm a bit hesitant. And I I haven't had that much time, but like if I had a few hours in a stri- uh, all in a row where uh, I'm I've not and I don't have anything to do, uh, yeah, I, I might be tempted to start watching it. But I do know that it's gonna be very addictive and uh, i'm just gonna need like to uh either have very little sleep for that night or i have to have like 10 hours in a row <laughs> or or 10 five hours in a row for two days straight if i'm gonna watch it because i don't have the discipline like you pat fern where uh you can watch one one episode a day i don't i don't trust myself to have that kind of discipline uh and also the fact that it's uh you know that's 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 the stigma i guess uh with guys watching korean dramas i'm like uh it's, it's the old bill burr thing right i don't want to suck a dick yeah so i'm not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah um okay let's take a look at some of these comments and um, and then uh, take a break from the podcast for uh, recording for a minute oh I'll, I'll let it keep recording why not uh yeah yeah maybe we felt like we were part of a bigger group of people all working together towards a common cause and especially with the live streams with within the comedy community they worked well bridging communication lines all over like that scene in independence day when all countries synchronized for the final attack Mm, yeah i that is yeah i can't put it any more perfectly than that and i think you you're so smart richard you figured it out i think Cause I um yeah, all that stuff I just read. This is okay for the audio listeners, all that stuff I just read came from Richard uh Bakshani's uh Rishad Bakshani. So uh my friend who is uh, my very clever friend who figures a lot of things out for me. Yes, I think it's true. Um there's this sense of community, uh there's this sense of um within the all of us is just uh all stuck at home, right and yeah that there, there was a bit of uh like introverts feel like, oh okay, um, I know how to deal with this, you know uh, being stuck at home um it's not such a bad thing we we can we can we can help you out you know there's there a little sense like um introverts feel like they can kind of take charge of the situation a little bit, and that that was empowering, and also uh also there was within the comedy community i feel like i felt like yeah there was a lot of us who were well we we kind of you know, we're kind of in trouble now you know because uh, we can't perform uh, a lot of us can't make any money out of it uh at least that that aspect of um, our lives we can't make any money um but there is also like being inspired by each of uh each other, like me seeing uh uh Prakash and Kiran and Brian and Stephen and Mike and Nuha and uh and Rizal uh yeah and Joanne and uh Bibi and uh yeah and Kevin and Zach. Um Like we were like kind of like inspiring each other to kinda deal with the thing and find some way to use up use our time uh, in a more constructive way. And there was a really strong sense of community in that we were we all don't know what to do, you know. We're all just learning and just every day we were like, Oh, this is how you do that, okay. And just yeah. And also across the pond, people like Jimmy Earl uh, was doing the same thing. And then we found each other, or rather he found us. That was amazing. Uh, Yeah, I I think if I'm being honest, uh, when I think when uh, Kieran and Brian uh, ended their stream and then... uh, Kevin and Zach ended the stream and then uh, Stephen and Steven and uh, Mike and Nuha they were uh, talking about slowing down on the stream. Or or rather we already saw signs that they were slowing down. Uh there was uh this sense of dread. that was kinda like um at the back of my mind that like, oh maybe, maybe the party's over, you know, and uh Am I gonna be the only one left you know by myself doing this thing thing of the past? am I doing something that's like a thing of the past it there is that feeling you know which um which I think was kind of dragging me down the past two weeks but uh i now that I've put it in words and I've put some thought to it i I do feel hopeful though uh yeah. Luxury, I don't have. Yes, uh, yes. a lot of the things I say is coming from a place of uh, privilege here. Yeah. Jimmy was wondering when you were going to drop in. Jimmy, oh, bonjour, bonjour. Petfen, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm going to have to. I'm just reading the comments here, and I'm going to have to uh, spend some time editing all of this out. Uh, Sim's trying to figure out what to do with himself. <laughs> rambling really yes that's that's what a podcast is It's just me rambling does he need a hug i would love one jimmy but uh you're not here right now uh a hug and a good strong drink ah you know what i'm gonna get one right now not a not not a strong drink but uh yeah i'm gonna open uh bottle of beer which I haven't had in a while actually. I sometimes drink and sometimes don't when I'm streaming or podcasting and now i figured out like I should just have one a week since I hardly drink. I should just have one a week when I'm podcasting because uh, yeah kind of a reward because podcasting is Uh, podcasting is actually harder than the the live stream because I don't have a person in front of me to talk to or, or on my screen to talk to. So it's all me, right? So just drink from the bottle. Why not? What comments? Crown Apple. Uh, group hug time. Yeah. Um... I really feel like this is this is the hangout, really. Whether it's the live stream, whether we're doing um, even a stand-up show sometimes, whether it is the podcast, it is just me going to my computer to meet my friends. That's what I feel like. And it's awesome. I'm streaming like a maniac inspired by Sim. I noticed that Jimmy Earl... Uh, yeah, you, you've been streaming a lot. And tomorrow I'm gonna see you uh, <laughs> in approximately how many hours? Uh six, no, five and a half plus twelve. 17 and a half hours. I'm gonna be uh streaming with you. Cool. Okay, what else am I gonna talk about? Let's me have let me have a look at the old phone. I have to edit all that stuff. Um yeah, so been in a mood to watch the, the K uh, K drama, right? now. Uh, it's uh it's okay not to be okay. I think I'm gonna watch it and then I'm gonna come back next week and tell you guys what I think about it. Yeah, how's that? Make it an assi- an assignment, right? Rather than like something I really wanna do. <laughs> like uh yeah, why not, right? Uh yeah. I, op- I mean objectively speaking, everything is great, right? Which is Sometimes I don't know whether I'm uh actually unwell or depressed or or I'm just I'm just <laughs> having uh you know um first world problems maybe because everything's great, you know, I've nothing really to complain about. Uh which is probably maybe that's the problem, right? But you I mean I that only explains how I got here but it doesn't mean that the problem doesn't exist right yeah but anyway things are great right now and i feel great um and i think as i've said like a million times uh most of it is just getting enough rest uh the other day i just felt like shit because uh yeah i've been up the whole night trying to figure some (laughs) some uh film editor out and uh, the next day I was just like a zombie and and uh in the old days when I was young if I felt tired I just it just meant I need to get some rest but now when I feel tired it feels like I need some rest and also I start thinking very negative like ah nothing will get done nothing will get solved and yeah I get into that circle of uh negativity oh speaking of uh korean stuff right i've been watching a lot of uh, Sa- uh how do you pronounce his name Psy. uh you know the the k-pop star uh, the oppa gangnam style guy uh, i didn't know this about him but he's an amazing storyteller an amazing speaker and uh yeah i've been watching a lot of his uh, old speeches from like uh, seven or eight years ago, when he was like just making the rounds, making, doing speeches at Oxford, Harvard, and all the top universities. The um. Yeah, he. So he his uh, story is very interesting, and he's an amazing storyteller. So I've just been watching all these old speeches, and his English is actually. I mean the grammar's not perfect but um it's it's good enough combined with his amazing storytelling to it's really riveting for me to just listen to him talk about like how he got into um the music industry in in Korea and then how he became famous and then how when he came over he got signed with his uh, American agent uh yeah it's just a kind of a crazy journey he had so yeah i would totally recommend going to find all this stuff on youtube Psy, psy is his name what a horrible horrible name uh to market yourself as it's like so hard to uh, like like nobody knows how to spell it or, or or you know um uh pronounce it like I, I don't even know if i'm pronouncing it right but yeah sai uh and but he's uh one of the most famous people <laughs> in the world you know you okay what else am i going to talk about i've been uh spending way too much time as usual on the internet and uh the other day i was thinking to myself you guys have a one- pay attention to your social media consumption habits. Like the other day, I was like, what am I doing? I was on Facebook and I was scrolling through Facebook and this uh, thing appeared. Like I I guess I've been, sometimes uh, I watch videos of whatever catches my fancy at that moment. And then all of a sudden like Facebook just says, oh, you like this stuff. What about this? What about this? So I've been watching like way too many of those um fight scenes from Ip Man movies and uh he's been played by a bunch of different actors as well I think uh, Donnie Yen was the main one but uh, there's a bunch of uh, other actors uh, in some spin-offs or some remakes or some not even remakes I guess more like uh, more like uh, people wanting to uh make some money off of the Ip Man craze right And so, yeah, I've been watching quite a few of those videos on like whenever it shows up on Facebook. And then there was one day I saw one and it was like, it looked like what, Ip Man, not a Donnie and Ip Man, but another Ip Man was fighting against this big guy, right? And I was like, this big guy looks familiar. And I I was watching it and I was like, wait, I, I think I can figure this out. I think this big guy is from... I think he's the big blue guy from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And of course, I wanted to prove that I was right, right? So the ego would not let it go. So I would uh, go on the internet and uh, I would go on Google and Google it, you know, Google like Guardians of the Galaxy cast, uh, big blue guy. And Google showed me, you know, like, the it's, uh, what's his name? Dave Bautista. And it's like, oh yeah, Dave Bautista. I knew that. And then I had to find out what movie it was, right? So I was like, Ipman versus Dave Bautista. Go, you know, go search that Google. And Google was like, ah, it's not Ipman. It's somebody else. <laughs> so I, I didn't even get that part right, right? And it's like, it was uh, Master Chong, who is some guy that Ipman defeated, and uh, so he's in some spin-off movie from Ip Man. It's not even the real Ip Man. And he's fighting some dude. And it was Dave Bautista, right? Uh, so at least I got that part right. But then it's like, I was like, wait. Uh, and then like uh, Google was like. Uh, so I was like, okay, what, what is the, the guy's name? You know, uh, the character uh, in, in Guardians of the Galaxy that Dave Bautista plays and uh yeah what uh Drax right Drax the Destroyer was what Google said so I was like okay uh click on images Drax the Destroyer and it showed like all these comic uh pictures of Dave Pautista no not Dave Pautista but like the, the real the comic images of Drax the Destroyer and he's not even blue he's green do you know that in the comics it's green and uh in a movie, I guess he's supposed to be green, but it's like he's just shade of like greenish, grayish, blue. I guess the, it was like the the body paint, like they didn't have the right shade of green or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they, they didn't want him to look the same shade of green as the Hulk. I don't know, but I always thought it was blue this whole time. So how about that, you know? Learn something new that's totally useless and i'm probably going to forget but there you go Uh, nowadays i just that's how i spend my time i just go on uh, imdb you know go on uh, wikipedia and google and uh, reassure myself that i can actually recognize people whose names i don't remember yeah that's how i'm spending my time that's very good use of technology right there You guys are having a real blast in the comments. Uh, I think this is going to be like a two or three hour stream. Uh, What's going on? Yeah, Sim's trying to figure out what to do with himself. Rambling, really. Uh, Oh, okay. That's the true talent balancing career comedy, being a father and husband. Yeah, actually, that is the hardest part, right? Like... Yeah, if you didn't have a family, you were you were a single guy, and you just, you know, that set on uh, chasing the career. I think that's a lot easier. Uh, same your movie hunting Star is exactly like mine. And after five minutes of once one thing leads to another, you're looking at a wiki page of a movie that's totally unrelated with actors that are unrelated to yes. <laughs> Thanks, Richard. Um, I'm that's that's what i i love is that uh when you guys are here to reassure me that i'm not alone in my in my madness ah okay stupid Ip man thing <clears throat> <laughs> i've been using i i uh been learning how to use filmora i think i'm gonna buy it it's uh because uh i need a film editor as i'm going to be starting to do my youtube videos uh and my computer can hardly run anything other than shortcut and filmora i think uh yeah those are the ones that i find like uh are small enough and simple enough that my computer can run them like davinci resolve and um the other um adobe premiere pro uh yeah, they just would not run on my computer. Or when they run, they just get stuck. Uh, yeah, because I'm just editing everything on these uh, notebook computers that are like three years old and uh, not really great enough for those kind of jobs. Uh, so, yeah, I've been learning the past couple of days uh, how to use Filmora. And it uh, looks pretty good. I think I'm going to buy it. Um yeah that's a okay i'm also going to uh change my schedule a little bit in the sense that tuesday tuesdays uh everything is still gonna be at the same time i'm oh i'm gonna move everything an hour forward so it's gonna be 9 p.m from tomorrow onwards all the streams are gonna be 9 p.m and on tuesday also on 9 p.m. It's not going to be the usual me talking to someone's uh, stream, The checking in on funny people uh, chat live stream. Uh, Instead, on Tuesday, I'm going to arrange uh, four friends together with me to uh, do an online stand-up show. I figured I've been talking about it and I've been thinking about it for so long. I'm just going to do it, right? And so I jumped into it and i don't foresee any real problems we're just gonna go for it and uh, you guys are gonna be here to watch it right uh, and i think uh yeah uh, if there's any problems I'll, I'll learn and then i'll improve <laughs> uh yeah so yeah so tuesday is gonna be stand up Because I do need practice for stand-up. And uh, I think uh, it's going to be a good balance cutting down one stream a week to do stand-up. And uh, it's going to be online. I don't have to uh, drive to the club. And I get to practice a little bit. It's not the same as uh, performing to a live audience. But it is still practice. And then uh, I will still need to go and get some practice at the clubs every now and then. But uh, this will be good, you know. Uh, so Tuesdays are going to be that, you know. And uh, who's going to be in the lineup? Stephen Bones, uh, Garu is going to be in it. Uh going to be in it. Um, I mean, I have a look at my list. I'm so forgetful. Iman, Garu, Stephen Bones, and Mike Sadi. Yeah. Mike. Also, thank you, Mike, if you're watching this now or later. Uh, Thank you for what you did. Because, uh, yeah, Mike was in a show with uh, GB Labrador the other day. And uh, I think GB was trying out one of his new jokes, which were very similar to a joke that I've been doing for years. My WhatsApp joke uh, that I've been telling for years. And uh, Mike was uh, kind of uh stand up enough to uh, kind of let him know that uh yeah I have a I have a very similar joke and uh, GB's one was on about Facebook Messenger mine was on uh, WhatsApp uh messages and uh, the premise is the same and I don't know where GB might take his joke to cuz uh it might be it, it might end up as a different joke because it is new for him but i did tell him what mine sounded like and uh, gb is a very trust, uh, trustworthy person so uh if it's too similar i think he'll drop it um but i i kind of leave it to him you know i don't want to be the judge and tell him to drop it i don't i don't have the heart to do it seeing as um i don't even know what his joke is going to end up being uh and also um he kind of came up with it independently A lot of times, when it comes to uh, comedians having the same jokes, uh, sometimes it is... um, Sometimes it's just a comedian just stealing from another comedian, right? Uh, And sometimes it is... um, A lot of times it is... They came up with the thing independently, like... um, and sometimes and this has happened to me is uh subconscious stealing uh i did i think i might have mentioned this before in an earlier episode where i i thought i came up with an original idea and then uh, i wrote this joke and then uh, i didn't perform it because the next day i thought about it and i realized like hey actually uh there's a reason this all sounds so familiar to to me i thought i came up with it but actually uh it is something that's dug up from deep inside my memory because like years before i watched uh, a bill hicks bit that was very similar it was something to do with um uh, the easter bunny uh yeah and uh so yeah sometimes you you kind of pick something and you don't remember where it came from and actually it came from someone else and you thought you came up with it so that's happened before as well so yeah uh in this case gb came up with it independently we'll see what happens uh yeah but if you do see him uh, doing a joke about uh facebook messenger uh just don't come up and tell me that I stole his joke, okay, because uh, he is more famous than me. So a lot of you are going to probably watch him do it before you watch me do it because nobody ever watches my show. But i will be one on Tuesday. So maybe you can, and I'll make sure to do that joke too. Uh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I did tell uh, GB I'm going to keep doing that joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if we are in a show together, maybe only one of us gets to do it, and chances are I'm going to go before him, so I'm going to beat him to it. <laughs> great mind, great minds think alike. Um, yeah, earlier I was talking about how um, having enough energy, right, um, is key to kind of like happiness and motivation and work. And uh, I do realize like while talking to Chi Ho as well the other day, he had a similar uh, thing where he was, like, I think somebody in the comments asked him, like, uh, how does he go about writing his jokes? And one of the key elements he uh, mentioned was getting enough sleep. And uh, I was like, yes, that's so true. I was so excited when he said that because I felt the same way uh, when I'm writing, if I'm If I'm just tired and trying to write, it's not the same as when I'm rested and I'm trying to write. And goes the same for a lot of the things that I do, like even for streaming or for podcasting as well, or when I'm talking to a guest, I remember there were some guests. I kind of regret not getting enough rest. And then when when I did the live stream, it went okay, but I really felt like it could have gone a lot better if I was like mentally, you know, sharp and well rested um but having said that uh yeah so a lot of the times people say and i i think the mco has a lot to do with uh, that as well because you know staying home a lot uh i have a lot more time to to just lie down on the couch and uh yeah and that helps and People say that like, oh, wow, I've been productive during MCO and I don't really feel so. But even if it is, it is because i have not spending a whole bunch of time and energy just rushing about from place to place. Uh, All those stuff were kind of, in a way, either disallowed or put on hold. So I had a whole lot more time to uh, take a nap, you know. Uh, All it is is I've been taking naps, yeah, uh, this... This weekend was tough though, cause poor old me didn't get to lie down on the couch. Why are couches better than beds, by the way? Do you guys realize that? Like, I before the stream, I thought like, okay, I'm just gonna lie on the bed, get a get some rest, and do the stream, right? And it didn't happen. I was just like tossing and turning, and didn't fall asleep, and uh, I still feel a little bit tired. But uh, but the show must go on. Um, but then. Um I w- I'm very sure if I did the same thing on a couch, I would have fallen asleep. You guys ever realize this? Like it's easier to sleep on a couch than a bed? Or is it just me? Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's to do with age as well. Maybe I just like if I sleep too long on a bed, I get a bad back. But just now I didn't even sleep at all. Didn't get a bad back, but uh wasn't wasn't The old uh, slumber gods wasn't having it. Uh, But having said that, there is one thing that I noticed is that uh, (laughs) someone's messaging me asking, sorry, what podcast are you doing? Uh, I don't know. Are you watching it? (laughs) Because I'm not going to stop the podcast to reply this message. Um, no, I'm just podcasting, Betty. Um, Yeah, having said that, right, I do realize that there were things that I spent more energy uh, doing earlier. Like I was cleaning a whole lot. And somehow that was therapeutic, actually. I felt a lot more like uh, hopeful and like this is going to be a great day uh earlier on in the mco before our um we have this cleaner that comes to the house to to help us clean and in the early weeks and months of the mco of uh, the quarantine uh, of course she wasn't allowed to visit and so i did all the cleaning around the house and uh, i felt great you know i I and I don't have to use that same amount of energy that I allocate to cleaning now. I have that on reserve now. That and I can do that. Uh, I can do other things with that time and energy now, right? But I don't feel as motivated now as I did then. And I think it was something to do with the therapeutic qualities of cleaning. I don't know. Is it? Does that mean I'm OCD? But I I did feel like. When I was cleaning things, it was like I was improving my surroundings. I was kind of like in some way improving the well-being of the house. It felt like and from doing that, I felt like, OK, if I could handle yesterday and today the house is a bit cleaner, then today should be even easier, right? Yeah, so it felt great cleaning and uh and now i don't have to do it as much but uh i should look more into it i've been really slack as well some days i just leave things overnight for for the cleaner to come and clean the next day if i know that she's coming the next day yeah uh yes let's have a look at some comments and then I'll move on to the next topic today is just all over the place guys as i mentioned in the description uh the segments are just gonna be horrible today uh Oh, okay, let's see. Okay. Pat friend. Drex is blue in the movie because he could clash with the green screen and you wouldn't see Drex at all. Ah, that makes so much sense. But what about what about the Hulk? Was the Hulk also kind of like a different shade of green? Okay, that's really interesting, Pat friend. Okay. But my question is: what about the Hulk? Cool. Did you see my COVID stream? Any thoughts? Uh, No, Jimmy. Those were the days when I was uh, really... That was like after the seven... That was one day, I think, like Friday or Saturday where I... I don't know, a few days ago where I just did like seven hours of streaming. I did three in the morning. And uh, yeah, that was with Jimmy as well. And then uh, I did one more hour, no, what did I do, no, and then I did three more hours of streaming on my 100th episode with Chi Ho, because it it was kind of my fault, because I just allowed things to just keep dragging on until it was three hours, but at the same time, I, I kind of felt like Chi Ho wanted to talk, you know, uh, and then, so that was six hours, and then after that, I think I went on uh, another stream was it? Yeah, I, I went on a uh, uh, Jep's stream, Jep Jetro and Mike's stream, and uh, chatted for another hour. So that was like seven hours, and then uh, by that time I was like, okay, this is enough. I'm going to bed. And then Jimmy says, "Uh, do I want to join his stream?" While he was chatting with his friend who got COVID pretty bad, and I didn't, and I was going to go back and watch it, and I still have not. Uh, I hope you haven't removed it, so because uh, I'm going to go and watch it, Jimmy. Uh, Pat Fran says, get a Mac and use iMovie, which comes pre-installed, quite easy to use. Yeah, I don't have a Mac, and I'm not going to get one, probably, because, uh, yeah, they're pretty expensive, right? But, yeah, I, I don't have a Mac, and I'm not going to... Probably learn how to use a Mac because I've just been using PCs. I've like actually how many computers do I have? I have like three or four notebook computers. Then none of them are like really great. Um, some of them are serviceable if I'm using Filmora. So yeah, I think I'm gonna just spend the spend less money and just get Filmora. But yeah, um, that is a good solution if I don't have a computer uh, just yet. Yeah. Uh, whoa, this Tuesday, same time as Puppy and Grumpy. Ah, okay. Are they on on Tuesday? I thought I picked the day when nobody was on. I thought they were on on Monday. What is going on? Are they on Tuesdays now? Or are they on every day? Gosh, I need to go back and watch their stream. I, I kind of stopped watching when they left, and then I came back and watched a little bit, and now I don't know where they are. So mine is on 9 p.m. When is theirs? Is the only on Tuesday? Maybe I have to pick a different day then. Uh, but this this uh, this week is going to be on Tuesday. I'm not going to change that. Tickle Tuesdays. Oh, that's a great name. That's a great name. All right. I have to steal it. Uh, Joke Theft Tuesdays. <laughs> uh, we actually had uh, a segment of um, an improv show called Joke Thief last time at a crack house and it was a lot of fun. Basically it's um, we'll have comedian come up and perform one minute of material. And then we have another comedian, I think on an opposing team. Uh, yeah, just try to try to copy just try to do the, the same set, you know. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, room for um, doing impressions of each other and uh, also when you mess it up it's even funnier <laughs> it's especially funny when it's like a a, a guy um, a guy doing um a female comic or or a girl doing a male comic yeah i miss those those uh, segments uh, maybe maybe when I finally decide to do a set, I hope you guys would be gentle when you tell me someone else is doing that already. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a really... Yeah, it's, it's a really tough thing to do to go and tell someone, like someone who's new, especially one of your friends. And it's like, yeah, I hate to be the one to break it to you. But, you know, Mike has that joke already. Yeah, it's... Because I know how it feels Because uh, when I was new be Sometimes I thought like Wow, this is You know, there's no way Someone has this same thing And then uh, later I realized That like three other comics have it Yeah And it's not a nice feeling Pat, Fern, it's all part of the process Don't stress, just get up Yes, that's the thing Don't Yeah, don't, don't think about it Just do it And then uh, if it happens Then you deal with it later Yeah Couch talk Tuesdays, no it's not couch talk. <laughs> Productive during the MCO is an understatement. We are the fucking MVP of the MCO. No I'm not. I'm not. Do you look at what Stephen Bones has been doing? He's just like, but he he has all the skills though. So like, I'm also kind of learning so many things. Uh, learning how to do video editing. Learning how to do. Uh, graphics editing you know i still haven't done the the poster for this tuesday show and uh yeah i'm going to uh, just use the open source uh, graphics editor and make a really shitty poster <laughs> and call it a day you know i uh, still need to collect everyone's headshots i haven't really pushed everyone for it yet but uh maybe i'll just grab it off the internet nobody cares uh yeah and also audio editing right I just just been learning a whole bunch of things that I should, really should have learned like 10 years ago It feels a bit like it feels a bit like trying to get back a six pack apps when you're you know 50 <laughs> It's like I'm not sure whether it's going to happen or not it's like yeah it feels like the learning curve is really steep trying to learn it all this stuff but yeah, maybe I have my son learn it. My son is actually using shortcut, and I'm installing Filmora because I have to pay for it. And I don't think I can. I don't think I can install it in his computer and mine. Uh. Yeah, I I mean I can, but then I have to every time we use it, I have to like log out of the one on his account and log into my account on mine, and and all that stuff, and that's just a pain in the ass, and that's no fun. But his computer is a PC that's uh, pretty recent and it's very powerful. So he has the option of using very powerful uh, uh, editors, like he can use DaVinci Resolve, which um, from my limited research seems to be uh, ridiculously powerful and good for uh, free software yeah um shortcut is the free open source one that's very simple but da vinci resolve if you have a powerful computer seems to be the way to go Uh, steeper learning curve but a lot more features and i don't have that computer so i can't do it so filmora it is for me uh my son actually has been uh We have a lot of things that we are kind of in common now. Like I'm trying to kickstart, re-kickstart my YouTube uh, channel. And uh, my son already has a YouTube channel. He has a lot of Minecraft videos on there. Um, He has a lot more subscribers than me. I'm trying to get to 100, but I only have like 21 or 22. He has like, I don't know, 70 or something. So he he doesn't have 100 subscribers as well. Uh, but, yeah, as I mentioned maybe last week, I'm trying to get to 100 subscribers so that I can uh, change my YouTube channel URL to something that uh, is easier to remember. Uh, streamline everything. And uh, my son has been uh, playing StarCraft two, And I was a huge uh, real-time strategy game uh, geek when I was... Uh, when I was in university, more, Um, And I would say I liked it an unhealthy amount, let's say. And uh, yeah, kind of excited that he's playing StarCraft 2. So I'm kind of learning how to play StarCraft II. Uh, I think like 25 years or so, I, I played StarCraft one, Yeah, and now I'm learning how to play StarCraft two. And the first time I he played against me, I uh, kind of kicked his ass, you know. <laughs> and then I kind and he was so upset. I kind of backed off and uh, and uh, and let him, you know, rebuild a little bit. And uh, yeah, he was really upset. And then the next three times, he just wiped the floor with me. And so today, I was really happy that I I won again. You know, I I kind of um. Usually I win by attacking early, but today I just got super greedy and just built like this huge army, and uh, and turns out it was enough to defeat his army, and uh, I won. So yeah, very proud of myself for uh, beating a thirteen-year-old. Almost forgot my son's age. Um, yeah, <laughs> StarCraft Two, and uh, maybe maybe I'll start streaming that too. You know. Just this whole streaming thing, I've just been thinking of trying all kinds of different things in different directions. And one of them was like, maybe I should stream some games, you know. <laughs> and uh, it seemed like a good idea, but like just thinking of how people have been doing it and how they stay on and stream for eight hours. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. You know, that's <laughs> that's not going to be something that I can afford to do. Uh on the couch, you have a higher tendency to curl up in the fetal position. Uh, no, actually, I, on the couch, I lay really flat and I don't use any cushions or pillows. I just, um, sometimes I prop up some cushions and just watch some videos. Yeah, but then as I get sleepy, I push the cushions away and lie straight flat, flat on my back. I think it's better for my back. I think the message to ask which podcast you're doing tonight because this stream is on a different FB page than your usual, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just, yeah. I I shared it on all my pages, so they should be able to find it. Uh, Cleaning can be very therapeutic. Yeah, isn't it? It's like, it feels like if I just clean something a little bit, I felt I feel like at least this part of my life is improving. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. The Hulk is CGI, so it doesn't matter. Ah, okay, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that makes sense because the Hulk is CGI, right? Of course. Why didn't I think of that? Yes, Pat Friend. When it comes to matters regarding film and uh, shooting, um, TV and film, I think uh, I should just ask Pat Friend instead of. (laughs) <laughs> I'm guessing you need to incorporate edibles oh okay is that gonna bring my uh, podcast and uh, uh, live stream and all my channels to uh, the next level I I think so you know <laughs> edibles uh, I think he means uh, stuff that with THC in it um, basically pot yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Chimiel Port. Eileen um, Go. good evening. Yes, you just came in as... Uh, I guess you were in a few minutes ago. I'm just clicking on it now. Um, But yeah, this is all the stuff we're talking about. Oh uh, yeah, dang, I think Papi and Grumpy toyed with the idea of Mondays at first, but they eventually agreed on Tuesdays. So, oh, okay. Right. So what day should I go on? Okay, let me think out loud here. Mondays are okay except i was thinking about them cuz i thought they were on on mondays and uh are they still on at 8 p.m. cuz i've changing i'm changing mine to 9 p.m. so it shouldn't clash too much maybe by just a few minutes um yeah by the way i'm changing all my streams to 9 p.m. cuz uh everybody seems to like that a bit more i think uh monday sometimes there is i love kl wednesdays is the stream from crack house comedy <coughs> hmm. thursdays sometimes is the penang show i think uh thursdays is also there's a bunch of things on thursdays um at 10 p.m right uh, um. who else is on on Thursdays Gajen is on on Thursday and yeah the lock up live is on Thursday yeah so maybe Monday Friday is free for now but the crack house I don't know Maybe at some point they might start doing Fridays again, because they used to do shows on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, but I don't know if they're streaming. Uh is the Crack House streaming their Saturday shows or is it only for the live audience? Uh, anybody can tell me that. I I should be the one who knows, right? And uh, somehow I don't know, because I haven't been to a weekend show. Uh, actually, I should just look in the chat right i'm I'm not gonna bother reading it now because that's just a lot of dead air i should look at my notes though uh pat friend says jimmy does that mean it would be a podcast (laughs) okay here comes the puns oh yeah pat friend you were right about tony stark's alcoholism Uh, damn i never knew yeah okay let's answer what podcast are you doing? The video Great podcast is it streaming on? Yeah, can't believe I'm replying messages while I'm doing the podcast. Okay, that's really bad form. Never do that. Look at the notes. What else do I need to talk about here? Energy, yeah, couches and beds, cleaning. My friend. Uh, Malik Abdullah, who's a musician, uh, he put together this thing to, it was called Musicians Help Other Musicians, something like that. And so uh, he figured like him and some of his musician friends were good at cooking. So they cooked up a lot of food to sell. uh, So that, um, yeah, because they, they can't, they're not getting a lot of gigs, right? So it's one way to at least make some money. And they were selling it on the bridge. They got permission from the shopping mall. They were going to sell it on the bridge between the new part and the old part of uh, Plaza Damas. And they were harassed by DBKL. Um, okay, let's, let's not say harassed. They were um, asked to leave by DBKL. Uh, yeah. So that was a nice. I thought... Okay, on the one hand, you should follow the law and follow the rules and, and all that nonsense, apply for permit, everything. But they got permission from the mall. Like, um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, and also I feel like even if someone is breaking the rule and they're not hurting anyone, you know, they are, they are helping themselves make a living and people are coming to buy food willingly. Why not, right? But, yeah, I don't know. I There is one... I feel like in Singapore, there's a culture of everybody would, you know, make reports, make complaints. And uh, if you do anything that's really a little bit out of line, even if it doesn't hurt anyone, even if it doesn't hurt your neighbors, somebody's going to complain. So everyone in Singapore is just kind of paranoid of their neighbors in that sense. It's just this... Really annoying. Uh, sorry to say lah, uh, it is a lot of. It's a culture where people are encouraged to snitch, um, even if it doesn't hurt anyone, and then and you know uh, making the report doesn't benefit anyone. But um. Yeah, but in Malaysia, you know, a lot of the times, you know, if you're if you're double parked and you're in your car and you're not, you're not even double parked, right? you you pull over and you're you're blocking someone. If they want to move, you move your car, you know. And if any car comes along, they will drive around you. Usually, it's not a problem. And things like that, you know, um, a lot of the times, some people bend the rules or break the rules, and it's not hurting anyone. Most of the time, we just you know um, get on with our lives, right? but i guess dbkl have their own uh let's just call them motivations uh for doing these things so yeah it was really annoying and he had to move to a different place and it was just a um big nonsense so yeah i don't i just felt like mentioning that because it was something that happened yesterday what else? Uh, yeah, playing StarCraft makes me a good dad. I love that, you know. I <laughs> yeah, I I always was waiting for the this time to come when because when you're a dad, you wait for your son to grow up. And I'm I'm not particularly mature, you know. I in a, a lot of ways, I still feel like I'm a kid, but. I'm an older kid than my son. That's the problem, right? And as he grows up, uh, so it's like at first I have to, you know, kind of bring myself down to like, oh, okay, you like Postman Pat? I like Postman Pat. You like Bob the Builder? I like Bob the Builder. And then at some point it's like, okay, I'll I'll go in and find out what this Minecraft thing is. And uh, I, by the way, I I suck at Minecraft, and uh, I can never. Um, like, he he likes playing Minecraft with me, but, like, I can never keep up with him the way, like, his friends can. Uh, and then now it's like, he's playing StarCraft, I'm like, ah, okay, you're getting to, kind of like, you're coming into my world now, you know, uh, these are games that I play. Uh, I didn't play them when I was his age, I played them when I was, uh, 20, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's fun. And, uh, I think, uh, it's kinda, kind of exciting times. Um, rock climbing was another thing, but rock climbing is kind of like he's coming into it in kind of his prime in a way. He he's he, in fact his prime years are still ahead of him. Whereas I'm like I'm never gonna be able to climb as well as I used to. Uh, so it's not the same. But StarCraft, I think I can still kind of keep up with him. Uh, but yeah, um. At some higher levels, I guess, as we both get better, his uh, his faster reflexes and uh, faster fingers and faster eyes and everything is gonna it's gonna play a role. And then I'm I'm just gonna stop. I'm just gonna stop playing StarCraft. I'm gonna retire from uh, real time uh, strategy. <laughs> really haven't played it in years though, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, for a while, for a while it'll be uh exciting okay i think i'm more or less done but i want to talk about one other thing which is uh, just a fun thing the other day i was pulling the other day my wife uh was looking in the mirror and she found a gray hair on her head and so what usually happens is she asked me to pull it out because it's easier for me to find it than for her to you know try and um, find the hair on top of her head uh, by looking at the mirror right so I was helping her to pull it out and I was like, I was like trying really carefully to just grab that one strand of gray hair and not grab any other hair. And fact, when I finally got it, I yanked as hard as I could and I pulled out the gray hair. And she's like, oh, you got the wrong one. I'm like, how can you tell you I got the wrong one? Like, it's on top of your head. You can't even see it, right? And I showed her the gray hair. It is the gray hair. I didn't get any wrong ones. You know, it was perfect. And my wife was like "It felt like the wrong one, and uh I just laughed i I just you know it it was so funny to me like the way she said it and just the fact that she could feel like I was pulling out the wrong hair um I think it just says a lot about the amount of faith she has in me you know um she just I mean, she's supportive and all, but at the same time, she just feels like, yeah, yeah, uh, you, you're always fucking up. So if I were a betting person, I would bet that you are fucking up right now. I think that's that's generally generally the, the thinking um, that she has. Um, yeah, it's just all the time, like a lot of times, it's just. Uh like it I I dread to tell her my jokes, by the way, because like she doesn't know anything about comedy and uh sense of humor is very different from mine. So when I tell her a joke, she would just be like, It's not funny, and people are gonna be offended. And I'm like, How do you know this? I haven't even done the joke. And um she just according to her sense of humor, is like it's not funny, you know, your joke's not funny. So I never tell her in my jokes anymore um, because even the ones that I think are funny and then she thinks are not funny, in order for me to convince her that they are funny, I have to take her to a comedy show and then tell the joke and then and then, tell the whole crowd that she's in the the room and uh, and then address her personally and tell her like see see that joke it worked it's so funny everyone laughed (laughs) you know and then she'll consider yeah yeah maybe it is a little bit funny it's all the time man (laughs) Uh, let's go through a few more comments uh correct house is streaming friday and saturday headline shows oh friday as well okay so friday is not for me then so what have I got left? Uh, Mondays, I guess Mondays, which means every now and then I have to make sure I don't clash with I Love KL because we are both going to be stand-up shows, right? Or maybe I just do it three times a week and then one time will be uh, just checking in on funny people. That That's a possibility. Okay, thanks, Pat friend. I I do realize I'm reading a lot of these comments without reading the names because uh, you guys can see the names. But the audio listeners cannot see the names. So they're going to be like, why is he like, who is he talking to? Yeah. Crack House was doing Saturdays for headliners only for their first two weeks. I think they are back to Friday and Saturday as of this coming weekend. And they are... And, yeah, they're maintaining the physical audience and Zoom stream format. Okay. So, yeah. So, no Fridays, no Saturdays. And also, yeah, because some days, some nights, I might be there supporting the acts, either watching or either performing. So, yeah, maybe Fridays is also not, not a good weekly slot for me. Um, not Really, I used to barbecue in my balcony and none of my neighbors called the cops on me. Okay, okay, this is about Singaporeans. It's not allowed since it's a fire hazard. Oh, okay. Then, well, you have very good uh neighbors. I guess maybe I was wrong because uh that was the impression that I got because uh, a lot of my Singaporean friends, they are super careful and they're like super law-abiding because they are... Maybe it's just my my friends. All my friends are paranoid. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they're super scared of their neighbors. Pull out Tuesdays. Ah, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Pull out Tuesdays. That's uh, okay. And then you, you do a show and then everybody pulls out and uh it's only the host left and he has to do an hour. I think that's the that's pull out Tuesdays. Is that supposed to be the new way of contraception? <laughs> No pat Feren, it is the oldest way of contraception I think, yeah, okay. am I done here am i done i i was I was actually tempted to give a few more examples of my wife uh having very little faith in me, but uh maybe I'll save that for another another podcast yeah, um I read some articles on this y phenomena, sim. Apparently, it doesn't reflect the male's competence at all. It is just engraved in the DNA of marriage. Scientists... See, now you're pulling my leg. Uh, This is Richard, by the way, for the audio listeners. Scientists have yet to develop a a method to remove that gene. Science. (laughs) Yeah, I... Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, it is very... It's just something that's enjoyable if you are a comedian. And, uh, yeah, you just have to laugh at it. Uh, otherwise, if you can't find the humor in it, uh, it, it can be very frustrating, I think. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go into it. <laughs> this one time, right? This one time, um, I was... uh. Sometimes I just bring stuff into this. By the way, this room is kind of like um, my studio now, but it's also my workshop where I have a bunch of tools and uh, I, I just fix whatever I can around the house sometimes. Uh, simple jobs, you know, I'm not the most handy person in the world, but uh, I when I can, when things can be fixed with a screw or a hammer or something like that, I'll, I'll try, right? So this we have this uh stainless steel water bottles that my wife bought that we carry around because she's scared of plastic, right? She's scared of um the BPA. Uh so yeah, so we've been uh we have these water bottles that like uh we carry around. Uh we leave some in the car. And um uh, uh I think quite a few of them were dented because we dropped them. Uh or when when my son was young he was he dropped them a bunch. Because, uh, you know, he was just a little kid, you know, butterfingers. And so uh, a few of them were dented. And one day I just got so sick of them because the, the bottom of the bottle is dented and it can't sit, you can't uh, stand straight, right? Because the bottom is just kind of like an odd shape. And it just, you know, kind of flops around like a bobo doll. And uh, it, it kind of tilts at an angle and you... I worry all the time that, you know, a wind blows and you'll, you'll fall over or someone sneezes and you'll fall over. It's that bad, right? So I thought like, right, once and for all, today I'm going to do something good. I'm going to fix this thing. So I I took them into the workshop. I emptied all the water. I took them into the workshop and I hammered the bottom with a hammer and I, I kind of flattened it, right? Find a spot that's sticking out and hammer that and then put it, set it down and then And then find the next spot that's sticking out and then hammer, you know, turn it around, hammer it again. And yeah, so my wife heard the hammering from another room and she was like, Sam, what are you doing? Stop doing it. Don't do stupid things. And it's very funny now, but at the time I was so annoyed. I'm like, Here I am. Every time I think there's some way I can, you know, fix something and just get something done and make something better, she shits on it and just assumes that things have gotten worse because I touched something. And it was this thing that was really frustrating me. And I think we fought many, we fought a lot when we were like our first couple of years of uh, being married. And now I kind of just laugh at it. And uh, I think if I didn't have the sense of humor, I don't think I could have survived, man. Uh, Yeah, so that's that story. But you know what I mean? It's just she just assumes like she's in another room. She doesn't know what I'm doing. But she's pretty sure that I'm doing something wrong. That, that is just yeah the relationship and uh, I love her and she loves me and uh, we laugh about it now but uh, she also realizes that she does it so she does it a little less now because she's appearing in a, a lot of my jokes right because of it uh, and, uh, and yeah she doesn't like being in the jokes so much uh, especially those times when she's in the crowd and I'm like see, see, the joke worked it is funny and she'll be like, no, no, don't joke about me. I'm like, the joke's not about you. The joke is about marriage. You know, something like that. I'll, I'll come up with a defense, something like that. But, the okay, the thing is, here's my way of thinking about it. I will try a bunch of jokes that uh, where she's featured in it, or she's a character in it, or maybe the whole joke is about her. But a lot of the times, um, if people don't identify with the joke, then uh, I would drop the joke because nobody's going to laugh, right? So uh, the, the joke doesn't work. I won't keep the joke. So no problem there, right? But if I tell the joke and people laugh, that means they identify with it. That means they are also like that or their wives are also like that or maybe their spouse is also like that, right? So in that sense, that means the joke is not really about her. The joke is about us, right? Because a lot of people are like that. And a lot of you know relationships are like that and people identify with it. In that sense, the joke's not about her. So that's my way of um kind of justifying uh you know joking about my wife and having her feature in a lot of my jokes. Uh does, is that does that make sense to you guys? Anyway, yeah. Let's finish up the comments and get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Oh, yeah, by the way, tomorrow, uh, 2 p.m. Malaysia, which is 11 p.m. Sunday in California. I will be talking to Jimmy Earl and Angie Kita on Jimmy's stream, and I will share it on my page as well. So, yeah, 2 p.m. I'll be on, and I guess 8 p.m. I'll be on, although I don't have a guest yet. I'll figure something out, either that, or I'll read the news or do something. And then uh Tuesday I'm just gonna stick with the No, wait, 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 wait. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. It's not it's not 8 p.m. It's gonna be 9 p.m. Tomorrow I'm gonna start the new schedule where everything starts at 9 p.m. Okay, so yeah. Sorry for changing the time again, guys, but uh I really think nine pm is a bit more relaxing for everyone. Uh all wives are tough crowds, so when she does laugh, it's a keeper. Um I think you don't know my wife Jimmy. The ones that she laughs at is only the most uh it's it's like something that wouldn't work on stage It is um something that is she okay, she laughs when I'm fast like if I come up with something off the cuff and I'm fast, she would laugh at that. If I hone a joke and write it out and choose the words carefully, she she wouldn't laugh at it. She only gives credit for speed, and she doesn't really give credit for what I consider craft. Uh yeah. So I, mm yeah, it doesn't work so much with my wife. But I I do understand what you what you say. Uh, there are a lot of people who are hard to make laugh, and when they do laugh, you're like, ah, oh, okay, that one is that one's really good, cause. Um, my friend, who is uh, or my wife or my spouse, who is uh, hard to make laugh. Uh, yeah, laugh at that one. Uh, my ex-wife didn't have a humorous bone. It was tough. Hmm. Yeah, the humorous bone is it? <laughs> I knew, I knew it. Wait, 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 wait. Is this true? Yeah, it is right. Wait, wait, wait. Humorous. Is this one? This is the humorous. This is the what? Radius and the ulna. Yeah. And the femur is the big one in your thigh, right? The biggest bone in the human body yeah this is this is what i this is what I remember from high school that uh I never really used, yeah, I have a lot of things that I never used, but I remember <laughs> nope, okay, nope, I checked. <laughs> That's really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> okay, so so let's let's start this again, right? Um, for you guys who didn't catch it. Pat friend says my ex-wife didn't have a humorous bone. It was tough. Jimmy Earl said the humorous bone is in her upper arm. And Pat friend says, Nope. I checked. <laughs> oh man. That definitely makes sense. Oh, okay. Thank you, Roshan yeah see okay i'm gonna keep doing the wife jokes right the but a lot of the times it's not even a joke about my wife like the the one about whatsapp she hates it because uh nowadays i say my boss yells at me but the original joke was that my wife yells at me and um and uh the the real the real life incident was she did yell at me i was i think i was out of the house and she was home or she I was home and she was out of the house, one of us. Um, And we call each other with a WhatsApp call and she did yell at me and she was so angry. And I was like, I was so like trying, I was just in survival mode. I was just trying to get through the day and just rushing about, just trying to get things done. And I'm just fending off her her attacks. And then I looked at my phone and it's like, how would you rate this WhatsApp call? And I'm like, God damn it, WhatsApp. And I'm like, Wait a minute! I'm so upset. Usually, when I'm upset at something, uh, usually means there's a joke somewhere. So the the alarms went off. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, this could be okay. Make a mental note of this. This could be funny. And then uh, later, I I wrote that set, uh that that chunk of material, and uh, now I find out GB Labrador has something similar. So uh, goddammit, <laughs> it's okay. I've been doing mine uh way longer. Um yeah, but that that whole thing was about. How ridiculous it is that whatsapp expects us to uh to give uh a feedback right when all the conversations could go bad you know good or bad right so the whole thing was about how ridiculous that was and and it was really a um it was really a joke about now uh, whatsapp calls and and the whole feedback system uh, the rating system of whatsapp calls and uh yeah, but because my wife was in it and she was the sort of the bad guy in the in the story, so she kinda thinks of it as like that's a wife joke, don't do it. Yeah, but she she's such um like mainstay, she's like the, the biggest character in my life. How can I not do jokes about my wife, right? It's like if I didn't do jokes about my wife and kid, I would have maybe ten percent of the jokes that I do. Now, because they are such a huge part of my life, you know. So that's the way I look at it. Um. By the way, Jimmy, great interview with Garu this afternoon. Yes, I did watch some of that as well. Um. Awesome, yes, uh, it's Jimmy and Garu. You know what do you expect? You know. Uh. Also, looks like I'm not entertaining the idea of marriage until scientists <laughs> develop that damn formula <laughs> to remove the gene. Right. Uh. The gene. <laughs> the the um, doubting your uh partner instinctively gene yeah <laughs> yes Richard oh thanks man yeah I agree I agree that was a great that was a great chat between uh, Garu and Jimmy and I will go back and watch the one uh between you and your friend uh yeah I there's so many streams I want to watch and I some is for research some is just uh, because I want to watch and because i'm interested in the conversation and um yeah there's so much i have a backlog of streams to watch actually uh and since i'm gonna be doing a, a live stand-up show i think i should go back and watch a bunch of those i should watch some of the uh there goes the neighborhood ones as well and um should watch some of the i love kl ones as well uh i'm gonna be using stream so it's gonna be different from that goes in the neighborhood i guess but it'll work. It'll work. I figured out a way to make it work. Hopefully, everything runs smoothly. Yeah, should be easy. Uh, she likes it when he's quick. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that's one of those. That's what she says, right? <laughs> she likes it when she he's quick. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I think about that sometimes it's like, yeah, when you're in a marriage, does your wife want you to last, or does your wife just want you to get it over with and get on with the day? <laughs> sometimes I think it's the latter it's it's documented, you came up with it first, so it's yours, yeah, um, yeah, it's cool i I'm actually kind of curious like which direction g b is gonna take it if he if he decides to keep it. Uh, because uh, I did tell him how my joke sounds. So um, he's going to be avoiding that part of it. But this the stream is getting so long now. I think we're going to go for the two-hour mark probably. <laughs> you ever have... I mean, we say that... Uh, um. Okay, this, this is nothing to do with uh, GB, by the way. And I'm, I'm, but this is like... And sometimes I have uh, an observation... And the whole joke. Pretty much like ninety percent of the joke is the observation, and you ever have one of those, and then you make it work, and then somebody else comes along and and like, may either like independently makes the same observation, or uh, or maybe they they saw you performing and then they didn't see you for years and then they kind of thought that uh, you know it, it came it came to them you know. Uh, out of the blue, but uh, it's actually somewhere uh, memory buried deep in their subconscious or something. Anyway, it's it's your joke first, right? And you came up with the uh, the observation, and the observation is pretty much the premise and more or less the setup. And all you need to do is add a punchline. So it's like most of the joke is the observation, and you came up with the observation. Nobody else did. And then a bunch of other comics comes along and does the same premise based on the same observation, but they didn't come up with the observation or if they did, they came up with it later than you. And then they come up with a different punchline and now it's a different joke. And technically they get to keep the joke. That frustrates the hell out of me, man, when that happens. So I don't know. I don't know if you, for those of you who have performed and uh, uh, had that happen to you, I just don't know how to take it. I just feel really frustrated, yeah. (laughs) She only gives credit for speed. There's definitely potential in that bit. (laughs) Thanks, yeah. It's document, yeah, okay, let's see. Same as usual, I'm watching Jimmy while (laughs) driving. Oh my God, oh man. All right, okay, so... Tomorrow (laughs) at 2 p.m. Malaysia and Singapore, I guess Pat Fern will be driving, me and Jimmy and and Angie. Oh gosh, sorry about that. I burped. Um, Me and Pat Fern and Angie will be talking and Pat, no. What did I say? I'm just mixing things up. Me and Jimmy and Angie will be talking and Pat Fern will be... Uh, keeping his eyes on the road while listening, right? Okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> let's let let's let's stay safe, pet friend. Although I I know Singaporeans are better drivers than Malaysians, uh, but still, you know, be careful, stay safe. We worry about you. The interview with Curtis was also good, a real eye opener. Oh, okay, was that your friend with uh, COVID nineteen? uh you should just do what jimmy does and get us all on <laughs> uh get you all on that's what i did right Or oh, you're talking to jimmy about me i i don't know is that a mix up here uh pss, wife is here your wife or mine okay <laughs> okay anyway uh yeah so if your wife is here i i would highly Suggest that you disagree with everything that I said this the stream. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, yeah, that was a really interesting, they call it a stream, podcast. Uh, that has been a very interesting podcast. I don't think we're going to make the two-hour mark because I've run out of things to say. These are all the notes that I have. And I even went to a few places that I didn't intend to go. And I hope I don't get punished for it by the wife uh so yeah guys um that's it for this podcast uh i'll see you guys again soon actually audio listeners i'll see you guys again next week on the beauty of ugly podcast and you guys i will just see you guys tomorrow and uh i can't get enough of the comments uh same i mean as now oh okay yeah 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 um that's the damn thing about observational comedy right i wonder if a lot of it will become too saturated one day and new material would heavily depend on odd things like new technology or something hmm that's also interesting um I think sometimes people do look out for like when new things appear, like uh, because in a way, we're just trying to figure out uh, comedy, right? And and uh, I, I know I said goodbye already and now, now, now I'm like back in the comments. This, <laughs> maybe, maybe we will make the two hour mark after all. Um, okay, uh, like when new things appear, it's like, okay, um, Facebook, a bunch of us have kind of like uh, jokes about Facebook and then a bunch of us have jokes about Instagram and then like uh, I used to have a bunch of jokes about Facebook as well and then uh, now they're kind of obsolete because that was when uh, Facebook only had the likes remember that only the thumbs up but none of the other reactions and I used to have a joke about how I uh, uh, how it was awkward because I was liking everything I was just liking everything and like uh, I I'll see a picture and I will just like it and I wouldn't bother to read it and then I get into trouble, right? Because somebody posts a picture of their grandma and I'll like it. And then like, um, <laughs> and then like uh, my wife scolds me for liking that, that photo. And then I'm like, what what's wrong with it? And I go back and read it. And it's like, oh, my grandma just died this morning, you know? And then it's like this whole thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, or it's like uh, my, my mom died this morning and I got my, my dad didn't get to say goodbye to her because uh, she stopped talking to him after um, he uh, he ran off with the maid or something like that, right? And I'm like, oh my God, how can I like this post? And then now I feel like, uh, now I just feel like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I look in there and it's like, that's only one like and like 500 comments, but only one thumbs up, you know, which is mine. And that's so awkward that I feel like, uh, you know, um deleting my Facebook and uh, yeah and so I used to have that joke and then uh, nowadays I don't do that joke anymore because uh, Facebook is different now so things change and then whenever there's a new technology like uh, TikTok comes out everybody kind of you can sort of feel a little bit of pressure because everybody's kind of like oh what can we joke about TikTok I want to be the first one to do all the TikTok jokes uh, there is a little bit of that I I i don't feel it that much but i do feel like maybe there is a bit of a race towards it uh, yeah i think jason has a whatsapp group joke uh, yeah i think Chiho has a joke about how his family shares his uh his uh jokes on whatsapp groups yeah yeah it's technology definitely is it, Is that what you meant Richard i'm not sure uh have a good night all thanks Richard Richard the material i get from driving a cab sometimes is unbelievable oh i want to hear all these stories man um even if they don't work out as jokes they should be very interesting stories you know so yeah don't always be something off of laughter i guess that's what i'm saying um We can all observe the same premise, which makes the joke relatable, but it's your unique spin that makes it original. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we see something. A lot of us can see something. Uh, But somebody comes along and they're like, hey, there's something odd here. There's something wrong here. And then they talk about it. And then that observation is across presented in the form of a joke and carefully chosen words to even exaggerate the incongruence right uh to kind of like um magnify how strange the situation is and then somebody else comes along hears that joke and is like yeah that's right yeah what is the deal with uh the cabbies and the bo. I think I'm gonna write a um, joke on that, you know, with my own words, and that's. I don't know if that's the thing to do, you know. Uh, hey, Shira, I haven't seen you in a while. What is something that you want to do which you have been putting off for years? <laughs> okay, this is a Q and A, right? Um, cool. I don't know. Uh, what have I been putting on putting off for years? Uh I don't know maybe at some point I might if the wife is into it we might sign up for dancing classes together I don't see myself like going to a, a dance class by myself without my wife that would be kind of I don't know creepy Um yeah I I'm horrible like I can't do any dancing like uh I can barely walk <laughs> and not trip on my uh, over my own feet, you know. Uh, yeah, so that might be something for me. Uh, somewhere at some point, but I always feel like it's not right now because I just feel like not right now. I'm too busy right now. I got a bunch of things and I do have a bunch of things, you know. I am learning all this uh, editing stuff, audio, video, um, graphics, editing, uh, and that uh, I'm chipping away at it at that stuff every day, you know, learning a little bit every day, learning how to use uh, all the other things like vMix and OBS uh, and uh, even StreamYard. I'm actually not, I haven't actually used all the features of StreamYard. And this Tuesday, I'm going le- to be using the rest of the features that I haven't used. Um, that feature where you put one guy on and the other people are just uh, still. Kind of online and still kind of talking because I I think we would appreciate each other's laughter. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's that's the answer to that question, Sharon. And uh, good to see you, man. Uh yep yep, that was it. That's uh, the cabbie roll on dog shit before. That's the cabbie role on dog shit. Uh, before he starts his shift, instead of saying "bill." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you you know that joke, right? It's a famous Seinfeld joke. I think he started a one of his really famous. Uh, I think when he quit the sitcom, the Seinfeld uh, sitcom, and he did his uh, first special after that, he started that special with that um, cabby and the bo joke. Uh, that bit, and yeah, that's why I chose that one because it was famous. <laughs> Dance, I'm not alone in the world. Yeah. Um, you does that mean you also can't dance, or does that mean you also want to learn how to dance? Oh, you just got home from one thing. Okay. Uh I'm just about to end the stream. <laughs> I'm just about to end the podcast, Andrew Kidd. Uh yeah. I'm doing this thing where I'm reading the words and then remembering to mention the name of the person. So really sorry for people listening to the audio version uh next week i will do better i will do this is something to note and i will i will do this better uh my podcasting game needs to improve a lot um because there is more to worry about right i'm doing two things at once i'm worrying about the audio uh version and audio only version and also the one that like people can see what i'm reading Considering you're supposed to pick up after your dog, there's no dog shit to roll on. Yeah. Uh, in an ideal world, like in Singapore, there, yeah. But, you know, in, in Malaysia, uh, yeah, that's the theory, but in practice, there's still a lot of dog shit. And some dog owners are just kind of, yeah, in responsible countries. Yeah, that's right. In, like Singapore. Oh, you can dance! Yay! Okay, me too. Okay, we should um, figure that out. I think, I. Twelve more minutes. Let's go for let's go for the. Re- I I want to say go for the record, but it's not the record, right? It's the record for podcasting, maybe, because uh, I've never had like a a long long podcast like two hours. Uh, longest was probably still under an hour, or maybe about an hour. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, I think, okay, I, I have this theory. It's like people who can dance uh, and people who can fight are more confident uh, in a situation like um, in a conflict or, or you know, in, uh, let's say, I want to say altercation, no, but but let's say some people are having a heated argument and you're just standing your ground right but like someone like me I'm not confident because like and and this is a figure of speech is like oh he's 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 a pushover right um he's easy to bully which means he's like someone who's easy to bully right he's easy to take advantage of this guy and it's i do feel it it's real in the physical world as well like if you're not steady on your feet you don't have good balance uh you're not someone who spends a lot of time you know like um uh on your feet like let's say you do a lot of running or you or you you do a lot of boxing or you do a lot of dancing um yeah you are a pushover and and it's like um we, we always think of arguments as something that's just words, right? You're just using words. Um, and yeah, generally the person who can speak louder and uh, think of words faster and can speak faster would have the advantage, you know, you can kind of like bully the other person, stop them from talking because like, you know, just just talk over them, right? And that's not really that's not a way to win a debate uh because you're just you're not really winning the argument you're just uh stopping the other person from talking so that uh only your words are heard um but at the same time it works you know if you watch some of these uh, talk shows uh and of course if you watch on youtube you'll see like um you know, so-and-so destroys, you know, comedian destroys heckler or like um, um, George Cullen destroys, um, you know, conservative PC guy or something like that, right? Um, yes, uh, they are good with their words uh, and sometimes that's also the element of they are just talking faster, you know, uh, maybe they've, uh, thought these thoughts before so they already have these words ready and the other person they don't really have time to deal with the situation to think about the words to say or what to say and you come up with your arguments faster and louder and they are uh, while they are still thinking of theirs it is kind of an attack in a way and um, yeah it is a, it is a way in the real world, it is a way of winning an argument, um, although not not the most uh, maybe not the most elegant way. Uh, you see it in a lot of uh, like Fox News when they when they invite someone on and they they want like to appear like they are giving a, a balanced account of things, and they invite invite like some liberal on. And it just becomes a shouting match, like between you know, Sean Hannity and Lee Camp, let's say. And it's basically two people trying to drown out each other with their with their voice, right? Um, so that's that's words. But then there's also the fear of this thing could get physical, right? And if you're someone who's got good balance, you know, you're not as physically intimidated and you are not as uh you don't feel as threatened in a way like if someone is really up in your grill you're like okay if something happens things are gonna be okay um whereas if you are just tripping over your feet all the time like i am i'm like uh okay if something happens i'm just gonna fall down there and crack my head right so there is that thought and uh, yeah, so that makes me a pussy, man. <laughs> oh, man. OK, I've got, like, is that a, well, it's not a very elegant way of explaining that, but uh, I think you guys get the idea. Um, Where are we? Okay. So Pat Fern says, I don't intend to learn. I think it's a prerequisite for drummers to not be able to dance. <laughs> hey, Pat Fern, are you a drummer? You 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 play the drums? That's awesome. But for dancing, you need to have good rhythm, right? And for drum drumming, it's all rhythm, right? So maybe, I don't know. Traditionally, drummers in bands are the drummer because they can't dance, but hmm okay maybe maybe historically that's true but uh i don't know if scientifically it's uh it's that's a correlation but okay uh i guess my point write 25 bullet points on the premise and uh then whittle it down to the top 10 and hopefully you get a unique spin on the observation oh okay yeah if you do do that uh Yeah, a lot of the times it works and uh, it is very good practice that uh, a lot of the times I don't do. (laughs) A lot of the things that I used to do when I was new to comedy, if I still did them today, I would be such a great comic. But uh, man, I'm just so lazy nowadays. Is it old age? No, it's just laziness. You're right though, Jimmy. I should do it. I should do it. Uh, Martial arts. Heavily influences confidence for sure. I've seen many examples, even helped me when I was young. Um, best example close by would be Dr. Jason pre-jiu jitsu versus po- post-jiu jitsu. Yes. And also it's um it's a confidence that appears on stage as well. Uh like Jason does ha- have been doing uh Brazilian jiu-jitsu for years, right? And you can see that confidence when he moves. From one part of the stage to the other, and he's just um yeah, he he he's not worried about tripping over his own feet at least, right? And then he's just focused on his thoughts. Uh me, I'm like, okay, walk over there. Okay, what am I looking at? And then I'm like, okay, don't trip over this wire over here. And then step over the wire, okay, walk over there. And then I'm like, what was I thinking? Okay, uh, tell this joke to these people. Wait a minute, you're ignoring those people over there. I just like, yeah, I. If you if you had very good control over your body and you yeah how shall I say like if you have very good balance and you can just walk around without thinking about okay put your feet here you know try not to trip over this it's all just automated you're just on autopilot and you're just landing on your feet all the time and you have very good balance um, that's and you and a lot of dancers have that uh yeah then you can just focus focus on your jokes right and so i i do think it does play a role in uh performing arts a stand-up comedy yeah uh willie Barcenas' advice to me when i used to write together oh okay cool the the bullet points right cool 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 yeah, very good. So uh, Jimmy Earl says uh, this is really Barcena's advice to him when they used to write together: is uh, write twenty five bullet points on the premise and then whittle it down uh, to the top ten. So it's like the best the best ten out of twenty five, and by that time you already have a, a unique spin or a very good uh, angle for the joke. Yeah, that's very good advice and uh, advice that I should be uh, taking and remembering. Uh, Richard, I didn't notice that. Just thought he was getting more experience. Yeah. Um. Well, that both are true, like, He is getting more experience. He is getting more comfortable. But at the same time, I think the the BJJ did help him a lot. Um. Yeah. Having good rhythm doesn't mean your body moves fluidly to it. Have you seen air drummers? Not a pretty sight. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Air drummers. I'm sometimes guilty of being an air drummer, even though I don't know how to drum at all, uh, Pat friend. Um... Yeah, again, I have read the comment without reading the name. So Pat Friend says, having good rhythm doesn't mean your body moves fluidly to it. Have you seen air drummers? Not a pretty sight. And he put air drummers in quotes, which is so funny because uh, these are not real drummers, right? And uh, I am guilty of sometimes like, like I hear a song and I, I like the drum beat and I try to, I try to air drum to the song but uh <laughs> um i'm actually not drumming to the drums i'm kind of like drumming to the guitar sometimes <laughs> and it's yeah i i yeah i'm i'm not a drummer and uh yeah i i think maybe maybe that could be one of my uh other things that i would love to to uh learn one of these days you know that i've been talking about learning for years is to learn an instrument and uh If I were to learn an instrument, uh, it would either be a drum, the drums, although I know it's hard, um, the piano, which I know is super hard, or maybe the ukulele, because that is like the easy version of the guitar, right? Yeah, so my, my way of thinking about it is you learn the ukulele and then learn the guitar. Uh, instead of jumping straight in for the guitar and then I'm like, oh my god, this is too hard I'm no good, I suck you know, music's not for me yeah, so that's how I always get into things my baby steps Uh, who gets the humorous bone joke? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I get it oh, okay, who gets the humorous bone joke? Uh Jimmy, I think you can have it. <laughs> there you go, right? Collaboration. Um yeah, but maybe you can tell it to your to your uh customers as they come into the taxi cab platform. Uh although they wouldn't get the context though. It's only funny when they understand the context, right? Yeah, it's one of those. Everything is hard as long as you tell yourself it's hard. Ah, yes um everything is hard as long as you tell yourself it's hard yeah yeah you're right um this is so true uh but then some things are harder than others right uh, but it is it is very true a lot of things a lot of the time it is really in our head we have to get out of our head before we can really achieve a lot of things for me i I have this really bad habit of telling myself like oh no, you know it's it's too hard you you won't have time to learn it. this is too daunting. It's gonna take up too much of your time. you don't have this kind of time and uh, and and by saying like I don't have this kind of time I mean like I don't have this kind of time weekly and daily and also sometimes I think of it as like I'm too old I, do I have really have time to learn an instrument um, but of course I do right. If I just make an hour a day, I can I can learn an instrument and just keep and just be patient, right? You see, I wanted to end the stream like forty-five minutes ago, but like the comments have kept me going. And you you guys are doing this thing, this this Ron Jostle thing where like I'm like, okay, goodbye. Okay, I'm gonna end the stream. And then I'm like, what about this? I'm like, uh, okay, let's talk about that. <laughs> and this is how Ron uh kept Jimmy's stream, like, going for, like, three hours that day. It's like, uh, Jimmy was like, okay, guys, I think uh, it's been a really long stream and uh, we're going to go back and uh, look at these jokes that we've written. Uh, It was a joke writing stream. And then uh, Ron Jostle came on and he was like, so, you know, the other day, Russell Peters was telling me about this party at uh, Eddie Murphy's house and Leonardo DiCaprio was there and... and, uh, (laughs) And uh, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock were there and they were like making fun of Eddie Murphy for like uh, not performing comedy for 35 years. Chris Rock kept going 35 years. <laughs> and the whole thing just kept co- happening over and over again. And then the stream lasted three hours. And uh, it seems like it's going, it's happening again over here. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Fern Japunto says, getting on stage with accomplished musicians was very stressful Doing my first lecture was so scary i delivered a month's worth of lectures in two hours eventually i got through it yeah um yeah i think that's when we are nervous we talk faster right to just like um and it's also um maybe you also realize like you don't want to have dead air because the dead air feels um awkward so you fill it in and by doing that, you almost don't pause during your lecture. And so it's like, yeah, you, you just you just like two months worth of lectures in two hours. Um yeah, getting up on stage with accomplished musicians, that can be, I guess, I guess that that would be very intimidating. Uh, because it's not like comedy. Comedy, you kinda like we say we share the stage with like a <laughs> I say I share the stage with uh, you know or I share the stage with, um, with uh, let's say, uh, Pete Johansson or, or somebody pretty big, right? And we're not really sharing the stage. I mean, we, we use the term share the stage, but what it is is I go on and then later they go on. I do my thing and they do their thing. So it is different. Whereas if you're, if you're in on the stage, with musicians, you're all in the same band and you're playing together. It's kind of like, oh, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, because uh, they're gonna, you know, you, you're, especially. I think especially the drums is like you're supposed to lead the rhythm, right? Um. Yeah, that, that can be a lot of pressure, and uh, I can only imagine, uh, Pat friend. Uh, okay, Andrew Kate, bye. <laughs> Am I, am I even going to go through this, like, two hours of audio to, to edit it down so that it, it is uh more palatable, more uh, makes more sense? I don't think I am because I think I won't really have the time to do this. Getting up on stage. Okay, I read this one. <laughs> Man. Well, okay, I'm rereading everything now. Okay, so... I said bye because I thought you were going to bye by the still here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Tell you what, guys. I'm going to say goodbye. Uh, thank you all for uh, being here and uh, being part of this podcast. And uh, Okay, so I'm going to go bye and uh, I will see you guys at the next podcast, which is next week on same time, Sunday. Okay, bye, everybody. See you.